1: Hey, everybody. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Pride Soccer Podcast. We are going to preview Atlanta United versus New England on Sunday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. New England is a reigning Supporter Shield winner. The ESPN broadcast will begin at 1.30, kickoff is set for 1.55 p.m., or you can follow my coverage on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC. So, Atlanta United was knocked out of the U.S. Open Cup by Nashville, 3-2 on Wednesday. Atlanta United had a 2-0 lead going into halftime. And as it has done a lot uh, the past couple of years, it coughed up that lead with a penalty kick goal in the opening minutes of the second half, and then gave up another goal off a set piece or the remnants of a set piece with just a couple of minutes left, and then gave up the winning goal in the first bit of extra time. So here's Gonzalo Pineda talking about the biggest lesson he wants the team to learn from that loss in Nashville.
2: Well, there were many things today. We had a very long uh, video session uh, where it was just showing some clip but also asking questions and it's about those moments where we are winning and we, it seems to be like we stopped taking risks. We stopped playing, we stopped trying to hurt the opponent as good as we were doing in the first half. Uh, so there were many emotions, many comments about, you know, uh, after conceding a goal very early in the first half, in the second half, at the beginning of the second half, I mean that impact a little bit emotionally, the team and then under injury again, we had to adjust through another injury and, uh, but after that, they felt like they were in control. Like uh, they felt like even a bit more defensive. Yes, uh, which is not one of our strengths. But I felt yesterday we did very well from when we were organizing 5-4-1, five, five, We didn't concede chances. It was more when we tried to press and we were broken. Second ball, especially the first goal, the penalty comes out of a fifty-fifty ball that that we don't win, and then. It was a scramble play, and then they got in behind. Uh, the other chance in the first half when, you know, they, they play in behind to Subak and, and also the third goal. But we were never in that organized shape of four-five-one, five-four-one. 5, one, five four, one. Uh, When we were there, we were very solid. So it's a positive again. Um, but obviously, adjusting those little moments. But more than anything, the specific question is we cannot stop playing, and we cannot stop playing. That's, that's what... Uh, what we are going to learn from this and it's not just for another playoff game it's going to be also throughout the season whenever we're winning the game we will try to kill it and having that killer instinct to continue attacking it's not easy because you have to give credit to the opponent right to you have to give credit to Nashville they did the subs they make changes they try to force more direct plays and kind of put us in that defensive mode at times just territorial superiority just trying to Put balls to their tall number nines and gaining the second balls, but after that, we need to do better at regaining control of the game.
1: A very un-Gabriel Heinze answer from Gonzalo Pineda. Um, you heard him talk about in there, Andrew Gutman. Uh, it's not a fracture or a break; it's just a joint issue. So he's week to week. It's going to depend upon his pain tolerance. Here's what Brooks Lennon said: were the lessons he hoped the team learned after the loss to Nashville.
3: No, I don't think uh, you know. There's a specific lesson I think it's more general everyone knows um you know what happened and uh it's just conceding late goals we we got to be better at that um closing out games I thought at 2-1 uh we we were in control and uh yeah just a just a set piece a long throw in that uh, we conceded and you know I think a, an unlucky goal but yeah we move on on to uh Sunday against New England and you know we, we're going to grow for uh, from it and learn from it and and our mistakes we went over video and film and um, understood you know the lessons learned and now we move on.
1: And if there is an advantage to getting knocked out of the US Open Cup it is that Atlanta United can now focus on the league season and here's Brooks London talking about that.
3: Yeah obviously you'd like to be in every competition for as long as possible. Um, Now that's not the case for us unfortunately. Um, So now we can focus 100% on, on the MLS and Getting uh, you know the results that we need uh, to move up the table and and host a playoff game at the end of the year.
1: Lennon said one of the goals for the team is to win the supporter Shield. New England is the reigning supporter Shield winner. Is there an opportunity to prove something against the Revs?
3: Yeah, New England is a is a great opponent. They you saw the season that they had last last year, um, and I don't know if they've changed much uh, on their roster from last year to this year and. Um, yeah, it's a great opportunity for, for us to go and get a result at home against a top, top team in MLS. And, you know, if we do that, we know we can stick with anyone, uh, you know, who, whoever we play against, we can get a result. And that gives us confidence moving forward, whether it be, you know, the rest of the season or into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, New England is 2 1 and 1 in its last four with eight goals scored and six allowed. So they are coming in a little bit hot against an Atlanta United side that you really just don't know what you're going to get uh, from game to game right now. Um, there was another piece of good news today. Joseph Martinez was out kicking a ball, uh, doing some light dribbling, then doing some shooting. And here's Gonzalo Paneda talking about Joseph.
2: It's a very important player for us, obviously, and uh, seeing him striking like that, Mm-hmm. Uh, many times the ball is is, is just good. I think uh, uh, it helps. Uh, yeah, he's doing very good. He's having double sessions again today. He He's going to have another double session, and uh, he's been doing very, very good. He's been responding very well after the surgery. So we are very happy with his progress. Obviously not ready for this game, but but he, he's coming.
1: As Pineda said, Joseph will not play in this game. If you want to see my predicted 11 for this game, I posted it on Twitter under the headline Info to Know, Atlanta United vs. New England. You can find that at Doug Robertson AJC on Twitter or on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze. Tropical beach.
0: An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at
1: DaytonaBeach.com. I want to remind y'all that the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a special offer for Atlanta United supporters and listeners to this podcast. If you subscribe today, you will not only get unlimited digital access to the AJC and the Sunday paper for $2.30 a week, but we are also throwing in a special limited edition Atlanta United and Atlanta Journal-Constitution scarf. So sign up now at subscribe.ajc.com utdscarf. That's subscribe.ajc.com utdscarf. We've got three questions from... The good folks out there, this is from Paul and Stella Richter. Uh, Thank you for your continued excellent coverage of AU and related subjects. Well, thank you, sir. I've just finished reading your article about the Nashville game. It is extremely upsetting that Atlanta United seems to think that repeating mistakes will bring correction. The takedowns again in or near the box by Alan Franco is disgusting. I saw it the previous time, both leading to consequent goals. He needs to be replaced now. The repeated last-minute losses are about to stop us from watching, supporting Atlanta United in any way, as it should have been corrected a while ago. Maybe you can convey these thoughts to the appropriate contacts. Thank you, Paul. Well, there you go, Paul. I thought that uh, the, the thing with Alan Franco has always been one moment in the game in which you can't figure out what he's doing, and then the rest of the time he plays really, really well. And the moment against Nashville was the penalty kick. Was it a soft penalty? Probably. But he made the referee make a call, and the referee made a call. Here's Chance. After listening to the game, I feel mostly good about how United performed. Nashville's a great team, and we're plagued with injuries. The fact we played a solid yet flawed game, I can accept. My question is, what do you think is the possibility of the U.S. Open Cup getting VAR? I understand that a lot of the lower league teams probably can't support VAR, but all I heard all game is how the ref completely lost control of the game, lack of consistency, and the game became a foul fest. Do you think VAR would help this problem? Or is it lower league and experienced refs just not ready, capable of controlling MLS teams? Or was the situation getting oversold? Um, I don't think you're going to see VAR in the U.S. Open Cup, maybe in the finals. Uh, but in the early rounds, as you mentioned, the technology is there at some of the stadiums. The cost is prohibitive. You have to hire more officials. It's it's just not going to happen. Not yet, anyway. Um, it was a rough game. It was a tough game. There were a lot of fouls. Mateus Suzetu... Didn't really think much about how tough it was after the game. He said, it's it's soccer, it's football. You got to be ready, and you got to go play. I did think the referee lost a little bit of control of the game, but it was a hot night, two tough teams in a, in a knockout game. It was going to be a rough one. And here's Adam. Though Atlanta typically has been better in the second half of matches, they were clearly second best after a halftime tonight. Nashville had a lot to do with it, and I'll be anxious to hear from players in Pineda. What were the main reasons you think the game shifted so fully? Well, as Pineda said, the the team on offense quit taking risks. It's like it got up two to nothing, and then immediately gave up that penalty kick goal. And th- this is a team that has a lot of talent, but just not a lot of confidence right now. And as soon as something bad happens, it takes them a long time to kind of find themselves again. And you saw it with the Miles Robinson injury. You saw it with the Andrew Gutman injury. You saw it with the penalty kick. It just takes them a while, and it's it's because it's a young, inexperienced team. No Braguzan, no Miles Robinson, no Joseph Martinez going up the middle. Somebody needs to kind of take him by the scruff of the neck. Brooks Lennon said he would be glad to do that if he were honored with the captain's armband, so we'll see. Robinson wasn't just a solid marking defender and good in the air, Adam says. He also excelled at making key passes. In what ways will his absence alter defensive schemes, and do you think Atlanta needs to find another aerial target to give the lineup more height? You're right about Robinson. He would hit those long passes, and really, the center backs aren't trying that anymore. Right now, I don't know if it's because Joseph couldn't really get to them when he was playing a little bit ago, but Cisneros can. So I'm curious if Pineda is going to try to put that back into the um, into the wheelhouse of these guys because they can hit them. Uh, does Atlanta need to find another aerial target? Well, if they do, I don't know where they'd play because when Cisneros, Moreno, Araujo, and Almada have started the past two games, the team has scored six goals. So that's that's pretty good. And last from Adam. Atlanta is 1-0-5 on the road in all comps this season. All but one of those had just a one-goal difference, but that's still not a great record. Should we be concerned about the Stripes' road form, and does this hint at the team being overly dependent on home-field advantage? This has been the case for the past few years. The team does not play well away from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Some of it is it's a big pitch. It's built. The team is built for big pitches, and a lot of MLS fields aren't as big. Uh, some of it is it's just hard to win on the road in Major League Soccer. That's been proven uh, with statistics many times, but they do need to start getting some points on the road, whether single points or some wins, or they're not going to be in contention for the supporter Shield. All right, that wraps up this Southern Fried Soccer podcast. Hug your loved ones, and y'all take care. Ocean Breeze,
0: Tropical Beach, Pina Colada. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Blustein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia
1: politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.